welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And here's why you should really listen Man, I had the opportunity to speak on about 30 or 40 podcasts last year, all glory to God. And the topic that resonated with those audiences the most is what I'm talking about with you today. It's called shoot your shot. No, nah, that's not what you think it means. It means to do that thing that God has been calling you to do and to do it now. So today is about all things motivation and inspiration. But first, let me read a review. Lil Byron underscore 99 said, This is an awesome podcast that touches on so many relatable topics. I promise you there is something on this podcast for everybody. Thank you so much for that feedback and that review, Lil Byron. And if you enjoy this episode, you know what I'm about to ask you. Would you leave a quick rating and review? Thanks in advance. But now let's talk. This is my first time doing um, like a word for the year. And the word, my word for this year in 2021 that I believe the Lord gave me is execution. After praying and the planning and the preparing and the vision boarding, it's time to take action. But my phrase for the year is shoot your shot. And they are closely aligned because shooting your shot is really execution in action. And so Instead of going to Google, I went to Urban Dictionary and it defines shooting your shot as to be brave and have the audacity to do something that might be embarrassing. Shooting your shot requires motivation. It means that you only have the chance to do something before you lose said opportunity. But I want to redeem that even the more like when I say shoot your shot, I want to be real clear with definitions here. I'm saying to step out on faith. And do that thing that God has been calling you to do. That thing that God has been stirring in your heart to do. Hashtag obedience. Shooting your shot means to prayerfully seize an opportunity despite the risk. So I want to ask you something, my friend, a.k.a. Thriver. What is that thing that God has been stirring in your heart to do? Is it to write a book? Is it to go to school or maybe even go back to school to launch a business, to start a ministry or maybe even to start a podcast or launch a YouTube channel? Maybe it's to publish your spoken word and your poetry that you got laying around the house somewhere or to write, record and release your music. We're talking to to you now. So whatever it is, get started today. I like to listen to motivational speakers and one time was listening to Les Brown and he asked the audience, what's the richest place on earth? And somebody said, oh, it's the oil fields in the Middle East. He was like, no. Somebody else said, it's the diamonds and the gold in Africa. He was like, no. And he said, and I quote, the graveyard. The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it's there where you find hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled 
the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, inventions that were never shared, the cures that was never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take the first step. My friend, let this be the year. Let this be the month. And let's take it down even more. Let this be the day that you shoot your shot and you follow your God given dreams. Now, I got five major keys. Yes, major key alert. I have five major keys that I want to share with you today. So let's get to it. Major key number one. Stop. And and just want you to know, as you hear me talk about this passionately, it's from a place of love. But I got to get to see how I feel. it. Stop using I'm waiting on God, that phrase, as an excuse for fear and procrastination. Man, maybe God is waiting on you. God may be waiting on you to take that next step of faith, that next step of obedience. So please don't allow the fear of failure to prevent you from doing what God has called you to do. Now, this is real people, real talk. So let me keep it a buck with you. I dealt with the fear of failure. And also with imposter syndrome. And according to Harvard Business School, imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Hashtag self-doubt. Have you ever felt that way? Inadequate and unqualified? Let me let you in on the juicy secret. God doesn't call the qualified. But he does qualify the call. Amen, somebody. So the Bible tells us that many are called, but few are chosen. So in a practical uh, meaning and understanding of this, I really believe that the thing that separates the called from the chosen is the fact that the chosen answered the call. Let me say that one more time for you. The difference between the chosen and the called is that the chosen Answered the call Often we ask the question And I ask this a lot What if it doesn't work I want to challenge you To ask this question instead What if it does work And so I I dealt with that When I started this podcast Back in May of 2020 I was like who's going to listen to me I'm not like this big known celebrity Or anything like that You know, I've been speaking for a while On the local level But I was like who's going to listen to me But I pressed through and I'm so glad that I did. And all glory to God, this podcast has reached uh, 44 countries at the time of this recording, um, thousands of downloads and even won an award that I talked about in in the last episode, Black Christian Influencers, um, the podcast of the year. And more importantly than those numbers and accolades, uh, one thing was one of my cousins was listening to the podcast and he messaged me. Well, actually, he called me through Facebook one day and we was talking. And before we got off the phone, he said, man, your podcast is really helping me to find my way back to the Lord. And so what if I would have caved in to this fear? Like none of these accolades were more importantly, like my cousin wouldn't have called me and said that if I would have caved in to fear. And that's the thing that gets us a lot. That's the thing that maybe, maybe gets you a lot. And fear. Fear. It's one of the greatest roadblocks that keeps us from being all that God has called us to be and keeps us from doing all that he has called us to do. But faith is the antidote to fear. What I mean by that is you can overcome your fear with your faith. 
Let me give you, let me give you some scripture. I really want to encourage you. And this will be the year that you really shoot your shot and do what God has called you to do. Joshua one nine says, have I not commanded you to be strong and to be courageous? Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. And whatever this, whatever the next chapter is or this next project or this endeavor, I want to let you know that God is with you wherever you go. Now, fast forward to the New Testament. Second Timothy one seven says, but God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love and self-control. So if God didn't give it, don't accept it. So don't allow fear and the what ifs of the of life to cause you to miss out on God's best for you. Or I said like this, don't allow fear to paralyze you. And if you got to do a scare, do a scare, fam, <laughs> because courage isn't the absence of fear, but it's doing the thing with fear present. I kid you not. You can go back and listen to episode one of coping with COVID. where I, I did that with my friend, Nicole Brown. Wow. Although like I've been speaking and I've been preaching, at, you know, with various size audiences, my heart was jumping my hands was shaking when I um, was about to record that first episode. I was scared, fam, but I did it anyway. So major key number one, stop saying I'm waiting on God and using that as an excuse. All right. Now, major key number two, stop waiting on the quote unquote perfect time. <laughs> because in all honesty, my friend, the perfect time to answer God's call on your life is right now hear me and hear me well today is a great day to get started you've prayed you've planned you set goals you you had your long-term goals your short-term goals your specific and smart goals you did even did a vision board you've done all the things but now it's time to execute it's time to shoot your shot it's time to put feet To your faith as God's word will tell us faith without works is dead. I give you a biblical example. Peter in the New Testament, Peter never would have did the impossible and walked on water if he didn't take that step of faith, that step of obedience and got out of the boat. And if you're looking for a more um, Bible or Christian term instead of shoot your shot, if you don't like that phrase, hey, The phrase for you is get out of the boat. Whatever the phrase is, we need to be executing um, the will of God in our lives and doing what God has called us to do. So major key number two is stop waiting on the perfect time. The perfect time to do what God has called you to do is now. Major key number three, please do not give in to the lies that says you are not needed or that the market is oversaturated. That's a lie from the pits of hell, y'all. Listen. At the time of this recording, there are over 600 million blogs. If God has called you to blog, do it anyway. There's over one. There's about 1.7 billion websites, 37 million YouTube channels. And depending on what article you read, there's one to two million podcasts. And they even did a study back in 2010. So I don't know what's the updated number now, but in 2010, There were over 130 books written and published. But if God is calling you to do a blog, if God is calling you to start your website with your business or a YouTube channel or a podcast or write a book, in spite of how many that's already out there, do it anyway. Because at the end of the day, they ain't you. 
Patrice Washington said it best, and she's the host of the Redefining Wealth podcast. She said, in the year that you was born, God looked down at the world and said, the world needs you. And then he sent you. How cool is that? So let's use an example. I'll take it personally. I don't care that there's one million podcasts out there. They don't have what Paul Calcote has to offer. And you need to take this same confidence and say that to yourself, whether it's the blog. I don't care if it's 612 million blogs. They're not you. So I'm not talking about like this, this confidence, this vain confidence in yourself per se, but I'm talking about this confidence in God, this confidence in his calling on your life. So you got to keep in mind, like just speaking of numbers, you got to keep in mind there are about 8 billion people, billion, would it be? There's about 8 billion people living in the world. And so your niche or niche, depending on how you say it, your audience, your clients, they're out there, (laughs) but you're not going to find them when you're caving into fear. There's only one you. Yes, I'm talking to you. You have a lot to offer to the marketplace. You have a lot to offer to said industry. You have a lot to offer to this world. As I said in the previous episode, God has called you to be a history maker and a world changer. So major key number three, don't give into the lies talking about, you know, you're not needed or the market is oversaturated. Go into that market and do what God has called you to do. Major key number four, you do not have to have it all together and you don't have to have all the right tools before you start. You can build and improve as you go, but get to going. I started recording Real People Real Talk in my closet with a basic $50 mic. I forgot the name of it. And you utilizing Zoom. You know, I've, I've improved and upgraded since then with the Rodecast Pro and the Rode mic. Um, thanks to my parents and also my, my in-laws as well. They was very um, generous in helping me. And also um, a, another donor, a man of God, businessman has decided, you know, to help me out. I'm some things on my Amazon wish list. And so, but that, that's beside the point. The point is start now and start with what you have. Because what you have in your hand right now is more than enough. Quick story in the New Testament, Jesus Christ, he fed the 5,000 plus with two fish and five loaves. You heard that right. Two fish, five loaves, fed 5,000 plus. Say 5,000 plus because um, they only counted the men, not including the men and the women, so it's 5,000 plus. Who knows the actual number? But it was a lot of people. Point is, this young boy, he brought his lunch of two fish and five loaves. And to make a long story short, Everybody didn't bring their lunch that day, and the people were hungry. The disciples wanted to send them away, but Jesus wanted to feed them there. Now, the disciples, they had a little doubt, and they said, all we have is two fish and five loaves. What is this among so many? I want you to think about that phrase. What is this among so many? And Jesus said to them, bring me what you have. In other words, whatever you have in your hands right now, bring that to me. And with that little, the multitude was fed. And y'all, I just really believe that Jesus is saying the same thing to you right now. Yes, I'm talking to you to bring me what you have. Bring me what you have in your hands, because in his hands, it can feed the 5000 plus in his hands. It can reach impact. Influence, minister, and help the multitudes. 
So stop doubting yourself, fam, and stop doubting the God in you. And I'm going to say it like this. Please stop sleeping on the gifts, the talents, the skills and abilities that God has placed within you. Once again, don't wait until you feel qualified because God doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies to call, meaning don't allow your imperfections or your past sins and mistakes to stop you from being all that God has called you to be. So I'm going to give you some biblical examples. If you don't know the stories, I would encourage you to Google these names and read the scriptures and find out more about these stories. But biblical examples. Here we go. Abraham was old. Jacob was very shady. Moses stuttered. Jonah literally ran away from God. Gideon was insecure. Elijah was depressed. Peter had a temper and Paul was a terrorist. But friend, God used all these people to do mighty influential things that brought him glory and impacted the masses. This list shows us that God graciously uses everyday people with issues just like you and I to do great things. In other words, God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. You have been called to greatness, my friend, just like they were. And all of them, they chose faith over fear. They chose obedience and faith over fear. So really, I mean, shoot your shot and the word execution, just a fancy way of saying obedience. Do what God has told you to do, but do it now because delayed obedience is still disobedience. So don't miss your moment. So I know I gave you a lot, but it's little reflection. I want you to ask yourself these questions and maybe get by yourself with a pen and paper or whatever and work through this. But number one, what is God calling you to do in this season? Number two, What's that thing or the things that you're passionate about that you haven't quite tapped into yet? And the last question is, what are you waiting for? And really, I just want to encourage you to go back to season two, episode one, the one I just released a few few days ago. And it talks about how to find God's will for your life. And it's more of like the spiritual part of this episode. So today is like more practical, but the one from the other day is more um, spiritual about how to know God's will for your life. So you may want to check that out if you haven't already. But if you are looking for a sign to start, then consider this episode your sign. If you are, if God has been stirring your heart to start a podcast, maybe your first step is to come up with a name. If God is calling you to write a book, maybe your first step is to come up with a title or maybe to put a note in your phone with the title of the book. And there you start doing your research. And, you know, when God lays different things in your heart, you can just start the outline right there. Or if God is calling you to go back to school, maybe your first step is to figure out what school and then go to their website and pick out the program. As God is calling you to do a business, maybe to meet with a business coach, set up an LLC. But you get the point. Let this be the year of execution. So quick recap, major keys. Number one, stop using I'm waiting on God as an excuse for fear and procrastination. Major key number two, stop waiting on the perfect time because the perfect time to do what's right is right now. Major key number three, don't give in to the lies that the market is oversaturated. They ain't you. <laughs> do what God has called you to do. Number four, major key, you don't have to have it all together before you start or have all the right tools. Start now. And major key number five, 
I just want to let you in on this. There is a deeper level of peace, joy, and fulfillment that only comes when you're walking in purpose and you're shooting your shot. Friend, I love podcasting and creating content, and it's really something I look forward to. And I love my job and leading Bible studies, and it's something I look forward to. So I'm shooting my shot. I'm doing the things that God has called me to do. And there's some other things that God has called me to do in this year that I, I got to do and overcome fear again. But once again, man, I have a peace, a joy, and fulfillment because I said yes to God, yes to his will, and yes to his way. Today is a great day to get started. Eric Thomas, known as the hip hop preacher, motivational speaker, he said this. Don't think about what can happen in the month. Don't think about what can happen in the year. Just focus on the 24 hours in front of you and do what you can to get closer to where you want to be. So start with what you have. Start where you are, but start now and shoot your shot because you definitely miss 100 percent. Of the shots that you don't take. Thanks, Wayne Grisky. All right, there we go. I I want to keep you long because it's not about always listening and learning. Sometimes it's about executing. The word of the year is execution. The phrase of the year is shoot your shot. But before I let you go, man, I need a huge favor from you. Just share this episode. Seriously, share it. If you don't mind, would you text a link to a few friends, letting them know about this podcast so we continue to grow the audience. And whether the audience grows or not, I'm going to give you the best content every single week. That's my prayer. That's my commitment. But, yeah, if you're on Instagram and you're listening on the phone, screenshot it and share it to your stories and tag me. Um, but, yeah, help me out. Share this episode. But next week, we are talking about breaking family curses, breaking generational curses with D'Angelo Collier. And he wrote the book on that topic. But until then, go be and do what God has called you to be and do. In other words, shoot your shot.